This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, they're talking over so Talk it over. So, hey everyone, we are back with another, um, with part two of this topic on Talk It Over. So, um, Olin, where did we leave off with the last, on the last topic? On the last part. So the topic is, you know, what do you do or or can a relationship survive when your partner doesn't believe in you? And we mm-hmm. left off, in part one, the last point we made was about, you know, sometimes if you're in a situation where, uh, you're unequally yoked by way of having or being with someone who doesn't see the potential in themselves. Yeah. All right. So you you have the drive to accomplish what you want to do or venture out and take a risk, and then you're in a relationship or your partner doesn't have that same fearlessness. Right. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. You know. It, it, there's so many iterations of relationships. I, I think, I don't think anything can't work. It mm-hmm. just, you know, it may just work for them, right? You know, it just works for those two individuals because I, you know, I could, I feel like you may be with someone who doesn't see their potential, but also they might just not want, they just might not have that drive. Doesn't make them any less valuable. They just might not have that drive, you know? I've um I've had friends who, you know, I mean multi-talented. I'm like, yo, anything they put their mind to, they they're gone and they didn't do any of it. They didn't do any of it. And it's just like uh-huh. for whatever reason, could have been the pressure, could have been just like, oh, you know, I'm just trying it out. It could have been this is enough for me. You know, that was their choice, you know, regardless of what I saw. So so and and speaking about that, so I I think one of the things that I do want to ask you guys is because we've talked about people not believing in us, but has anybody on this table ever been on the other side where they've been with someone and you didn't believe in whatever it was they had going on? Like you just didn't believe they could execute it. And how, if, if y'all don't mind sharing, like, how did that work? Did it work? It didn't work? Hassan no, shaking I'm, I'm asking, did it, did it work? I'm, I'm throwing in work? another question. Yeah, did, like, did you tell? Did you tell them that you didn't believe in what they had going on? Did you explain it to them? And what happened in a relationship following, following that? It was a catastrophe. <laughs> it didn't work out good, well at all. Not at all. I mean, um, this particular person uh, uh, wanted to go into business, but they didn't know anything about business, and they didn't want any guidance, and they were left mm. to their own limited devices. And I'm like, mm. that ain't going to work. Mm. Not that way, not that way. And they 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 had um uh uh you know like an ego issue. Mm-hmm. They were accepting of um input from not just from me, but from anyone except their own devices, which was limited. And 
they just they just lost a lot of money. So mm. lost, lost a, lot, a little bit of mine, but mostly theirs. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so right, right then and there, if I'm giving you my money, that means that I need to believe in you on some level. Well, listen, listen. It's like 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 once we got into it, more was revealed. See, I mm-hmm. I, I didn't see all. Hit you with the okie doke. Got it. Well, you got know it, what? It. It's like, like you know what? It's like they aren't lost; they're only gains because I gained yeah. information and insight. So it wasn't yeah. a loss. You know nice. what I'm saying? Because all in all, it was a win-win. So right. no, nah, it wasn't an okie doke. It was cool. Um, it just that it, that person was eliminated. I, I you know deep down in my head, I knew that I couldn't really um, exist with that person mm. um, long term. But yeah. I, but I just didn't know how to exit immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, the process. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I was like, you know what? Deep, you know, how deep down, you know something, but you're in denial because mm-hmm. you want it to work out just because of some way you think about the situation or some desires you have or you know some dream or ideology, and you just you just stick into that. But then your subliminal, subliminally, you already know it's dead, but you're mm-hmm. sticking with mm-hmm. it anyway. You're just going through the motions. Yeah. Well, you know, the inevitable is this ain't gonna work out. So I knew that, and it, it didn't. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, okay. so, you know, sometimes yeah. we can save ourselves a lot of trouble by being honest with ourselves and start mm-hmm. being in denial. It's like, okay, the person, okay, listen, I often use this analogy, right? If you were the person, right? I, I use cars as an analogy, right? If you got a Chevy Chevette, it's never gonna be a Corvette. If mm. you got a freaking um, Hyundai is never going to be a Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. So if you can put, you can shine it up, put rims on it, no matter what you do, it's still what it is. So mm-hmm. if someone's credo is like that of, of of someone that's not really deeply committed and motivated towards a particular goal, you already know that, right? Yeah. You can, you can yeah. shine it up all you want, but it's, you're still going to get what you got. So, mm-hmm. you know. what I mean, but I used to go through all that. This this came from experience. I used to go through all that, thinking I could change shit and make this person that way, or or show them the way. Cause you know I'm the great right. I am, right? right. <laughs> I am the great I am. Yes, sir. Always right. left me in a state of 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 a disappointment and frustration. Yeah. But let I me, already um, knew this shit in my mind. Let me so, let me you know. Well, I fight me, myself. So so now I, I don't have to go through all that. Shit. I cut straight to the chase. I'm like, you know what? Nah. I ain't doing Let me it. throw this out there real what? quick. Go ahead. Go ahead, Olin. I want to ask uh, if and and still in line with your original question, you know, if they if anybody's been on the other side where they didn't believe, mm-hmm. do has and this just goes with that. Have you been with someone or in a relationship where that lack of belief just came from in you know, kind of like experience. A and an experience where it's just like you've seen them do so many different things and just never stick to any of them. And you just yeah. like, you know what? I I see this pattern. I see this pattern. All right. And so now you're telling me last month it was you're gonna be a trapeze artist. This month you're gonna be a street tagger. This month, next month you're gonna be a DJ. Next month you're gonna go back to school and get your degree in law. Next month is gonna be, oh, you're gonna change your mind and be a nursing resident oh and you know what now you want to be a mechanic like has anybody dealt with that where you just like it's not that you didn't believe in them you just just like yo your pattern is too yeah your track record just speaks of non-committed commitment 
I'm glad you posed that question because that goes back to kind of like the long term. Like now we're talking about someone who's been in a relationship long enough to see you get into different ventures and see you either execute or not execute. Um, I've kind of been in that situation. Like I was in a relationship for a few years well. And um, how many I jobs knew- did he have in those years? No, that and that huh. that was that was kind of the problem. Uh-huh. Um, I knew what he had done in the past, and I knew he was very successful in the past. But then things fell off, and then trying to recreate or come back to where you know what it was that he wanted to do, it seemed like it was almost impossible. Now you have a double-edged sword because I know that you've been successful doing this in the past, but times have changed. You can't do that same thing. And what you're doing, the same method you followed before isn't working. So, you know what I mean? And when you're not willing to bend and change with the times, and let's, let's just put it out there. He was, um, he did I like guess. videos. He did like oh. videos. So when DVDs was hot, yeah, you, you were great. You were on top because the line of videos you've made were great. This is before piracy and the internet really, really took off and YouTube and all that other stuff. And then come back around, you know, after all of that, happened you know your empire kind of failed and now you know late 2000s 2010 2011 2012 2013 you're trying to recreate that same dynamic it's not going to work i can't believe that what you're doing is going to work because it's just not you know exactly and i feel like you know at some point in time you have to you have you have to be realistic with your goals and your dreams. Uh, you can you can be in a long-term relationship, be a great provider, gr- have a great relationship, but certain things just aren't going to work. And I feel like if we're in a long-term relationship and we've been together long enough, I should be able to say that to you. I should be able to tell you the 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 route that you're going is not going to take us because now we're talking about us where we need to be. But if you did it this way, or if you looked at it in another term, then it'll work. I think it's all a part of having a conversation, but long-term, it's easier conversation to have than I think if we're just a few months in. Mm-hmm. That's just me. What are your thoughts, Deb? Um, Yeah, just like Trish just said, uh, long-term is a different conversation because you've been with that person for a while. And so you should kind of know them a little bit more in the short-term relationship um and then you with relationship you normally opposites attract so sometimes you have what's called a dreamer and then you'll have a streamer in the relationship and the dreamer is the one that is the entrepreneur who believes like everything can work you know i i'm going to make this successful but the the support of the streamer is the one who has the more um foundational right the more practical job they you know they're bringing in the money so the the dreamer can kind of exist takes off so you you have to just you know support the person where they are Mm. like you may not believe in it wholeheartedly but you know what We're, we're in a relationship and so i'm going to support you i'm going to be there for you um and we're going to see it through so, you know, it's a conversation and, yeah. uh, you know, you I think just... that's an excellent point, um, Deborah, because, you know, people, some, some people can, some people just aren't really good at the, the minutiae, you know, the day-to-day, the, the step-by-step, the intricate, you know, they say the devil's in the details. And a lot of times, if you are such a big picture visionary, 
sometimes mm-hmm. you need that person to be like, hey, listen, I hear you. Um, we still got to pay our bills, though. And, uh, you know, like just to make sure to keep that keep you grounded. And I think when it comes to, you know, the overarching, like the, the topic, at the end of the day, you just have to you have to find I feel like you should if it's important to you find that person that you know just even if they don't necessarily like you said with Deborah if they don't, even if they don't see the vision completely just support you and trust you enough to allow you to grow so that it can manifest and you guys can do it together because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like nobody knows if anything's going to work let's just be real we don't know that we don't really know so at the end of the day you really have to trust you know mm-hmm. um so i think that's mm-hmm. that's important let's go over to ria because i know she had a thought so i was going to say so i almost feel like y'all is all up in my marriage <laughs> with, <laughs> with the questions that y'all are asking and the points that you guys um are making so i have a husband he is a doer like he has to learn by practical application. I can give all the advice in the world and he's like, okay, I hear you, but he has to learn by doing. And I know he started a, um, he does landscaping and snow removal. So last year he got him and his friend got a contract for something like over a hundred houses that they had to divvy up and maintain the lawns. And when he brought it to me, like all he sees is dollar signs and I'm like, okay, like <laughs> it sounds good, but it's just you and him. You got to be to work at six o'clock in the morning. You don't get off till three 30. You're really in. Cause at the time our kids were, it was football season. You coaching, you doing all this. How's it going to get done? You're going to, like, I literally said, you're going to be overwhelmed and tired and you're not going to want to do it. Lo and behold, <laughs> as a season, overwhelmed going, and tired. that's, that's exactly what happened. And, but because in his brain, he survived it, he was like, okay, I'm good. Same contract came around now for snow removal. I'm like, you sure you, y'all want to take this on because you got to be to work at six o'clock in the morning. You struggle with just being on time, let alone now you got to wake up and you have this responsibility. He didn't want to listen. So here we are year two, season two. Now he's coming to the table. And because I told him originally, you need to bring people on. I literally just had a conversation with him and he's like, yeah, so I found three people that can come (laughs) on board and can help. And the thing is, you have to, at least for me, one, I had to learn that he was a doer and that came throughout the course of our relationship. But I think what has also been helpful is in addition to him having these aspirational goals to be an entrepreneur, my husband is very good at making sure that home is taken care of. He Mm -hmm. has always maintained a full-time job and he and I have conversation and he says all the time I'm ready to leave I want to leave and I I always support him and my thing is we just have to have a plan I because you have supported me um because I have worked but last year he allowed me when I said you know what I'm ready to leave my full-time job he supported me in that now I feel it's my turn how can I support you so that Mm -hmm. you can make your exit strategy but that comes like Deborah said from being in a long-term relationship and being able to have those transparent and those upfront conversations of saying, yeah, you biting off too much, but also, again, having an understanding of how your partner learns best. And you have to ask yourself, because I had to ask myself, can I, can I stay in this marriage knowing that he is a doer, knowing that mm-hmm. even though I can see the bigger picture and realize or see that you, you, you taking too much on, 
can I can I basically can I stay and be supportive so that when you come back to the table and I've had to do the same thing to have those conversations like you know what you were right in the beginning I messed up I took too much on how do we recoup as mm-hmm. a family or how do we get back to what is our what is our zen place as a unit and how do we move forward but again you have to know your partner and know the space that they operate in and how you can go forward you know Cool. Yeah, and that question. takes time for sure. So let's uh this has been good. This has been yeah. really good. Let's, I think Trish, this is yeah. I want to uh thank all of you, but I want to get you know final thoughts from, <laughs> from everybody real quick. So Rhea, I think that was excellent. Uh just giving us a real life example of how yeah. it needs to, you know, happen when you know maybe you don't like you you don't see the vision, but you still show them the support and you just yeah. need to have it happen so that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, let's kind of get the final thoughts. Like you said, um, from hang tight, hang tight for a second. Um, everybody, um, is it okay? Uh, uh, Deborah, Rhea, Leon, Kwame, Hassan, do you all have uh, a, a little bit more time? Can we go like maybe another 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, that's fine. I'm good. You all look all right. Yeah. I know Trish has to get I out. Gotta, I got to jump yeah, off. You yeah, guys yeah, got to no, do Okay. Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead, Trish, if you have to go. And then, because we, we have Rhea here who can um, easily step in. But I think the topic is such a good one. Yeah. That, uh, you, we should keep it going for a little while longer. Okay. So, so yeah, you go ahead, uh, Trish, do your thing. And uh, thank you so much. Your, your, uh, your questions and yeah, your input was awesome. So thank you, and we'll we'll see you soon. Right. All right. Well, guys, going to feed the homeless. I'll see y'all later. All right. Save me a chicken plate or something. Listen, I got you, bro. I got you. I'm gonna send it all the way to Brooklyn yeah, for you. Chicken gonna come wow. riding. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be green. It's gonna be done. It's gonna be gang green. Okay, okay. that's that'll do. Do that'll do. That's just uh, it, the intention is all that matters. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right. But I know. Her intent two weeks ago was to get it to me fresh and clean. So but that's all that matters. All right, y'all have a great day. To you too. Right yeah, Rhea, you okay with stepping yeah, in good. for a bit? Okay, yeah, because the topic's yeah. so juicy, man. I'm like, I'm sitting here listening, and and you know, it should go on a little bit longer. Real, real quick, in, insert this somewhere, or, and it's really um, y'all's thoughts. But and I shared this with Trisha. What do you think about that? this situation in a polyamorous relationship, right? So you're in a relationship and there are two other individuals involved and let's say one of them believes in you and the other doesn't, right? Like how, what do you think about that that dynamics playing a role in it, right? I don't know if anybody's been in that situation so we'll all be speculative. All right, I'm back out, do y'all think, peace. Uh, so yeah, that was that's excellent, Rhea. Uh, thank you for sharing that, that that real life example of you know how, um, yeah, how it should work. You know, even though you may not see the vision the way it is, but you still support. You know, you still have support for one another even through the through the challenges. All right. Um, so let me pose a quick question, real quick. What do you guys think? the dynamic would be in uh, a polyamorous relationship where let's say, you know, you have, you know, you and two other people are involved and one 
you have the support of one person and one person supports your your ideas your ventures and one doesn't does anybody have any speculative speculative thoughts on on what that would look like for me i feel like it would be just a mess like i don't know how i would split the two right like that is that mm-hmm. is you know from everything that i've heard i've never been in a, a polyamorous relationship but from everything i've heard in order for them to make to work it requires an Everyone intense the level page. of communication yes and entire it requires an intense level of communication so that could become so contentious in my eyes that I'm like, yo, this this might be the end of one of y'all. Like, <laughs> and I think we know get, which one. Right, one of y'all about I to get I think we know place. which one who's going to get voted <laughs> off the island. Right, but I just want to get y'all's thoughts. So, so when I hear it, it it sounds messy, but then in the back of my brain, I'm thinking, do we ever realistically get 100% support? from one person at all, at all the time. Mm. No. All the time? No, not unless I'm so, no. not unless it's something they want. <laughs> then they support, right. then so it's 100% support, is, right? If we're <laughs> not getting 100% support from either one person or everybody that, that is in our circle, would it be would it be okay if you're in a polyamorous relationship and you're not getting support from one partner, but you're getting some from another partner? Because know, again, if, if everybody is agreeable that we don't get 100% support from one person all the time, and what if we're pulling support or getting support? What if we get 10, 10% support from 10 people? Isn't I'm, I'm not good at math, but isn't that 100%? Yeah, it is, but it's not the same, though. Right. Like, nah, that's not how that, like, the distribution yeah, is a little different <laughs> when it comes to. Yeah. But I see what you're getting at. I, I think I it think, would make a wedge. Yeah. Also, like, I, I I don't know. It depends on what type of support, too. Like, if the person is not supporting, are they just not supporting, or are they also being negative about not right. supporting? Right. You know, it's like it's one thing to be That's like, true. Mm, That's true. Involved, context makes a difference. Yeah. Me. You know what I mean? But another thing, oh, y'all about to go do that thing again? Mm, good luck. You right. Know? Right. <laughs> right. Mm. That's That's true. I think it depends on how how negative that person is. Any thoughts, it's Deborah? Interesting that we are connecting a lack of support with negativity. negativity. You're right, you're right, you're right. Good point, good point. Let me see what uh, Deborah has anything, any thoughts. So it's funny that we're uh, having this discussion right now. Uh Uh-oh, here Uh we go. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Like, I just got off the phone with both of them fools. (laughs) 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 I was going to talk about my personal life on this ear podcast, but... But it it um, it was not a poly situation mm-hmm. relationship. So um, I the the scenario was I was um, I had had custody of one of my grandchildren, and my uh, son's father had his wife had suggested that maybe we all live together. There was an empty apartment in the house that they lived in. Mm-hmm. And um, and the question was actually posed to my son, and he's my mother's never gonna go to that. But also in the same breath, my daughter's father's wife asked the same question. You know, why don't you guys all come and live with us? So I was invited by both of my ex's wives 
to come and live with them for support. Mm. I have so many thoughts right now, but go ahead. Mm. (laughs) So, and I was very, you know, I was very taken back by it. I've I've never been in a poly situation before. Um, And I did not look at this as a poly situation, but when I tell people the story, immediately, that's what they Mm. thought. Yeah. That's what they thought. So um, I, I was grateful that they reached out to me and, you know, you know, asked um, to help me and give me that support. And then on the other hand, someone goes, you know, your children's father's egos, their heads would get so big. Like I have both of these women living under the same roof. And I didn't even think of it like that. And then once it was brought to me, then I said, oh my gosh. And then I was like, then I thought of it like that. So, mm, mm. yeah, so I said, no, that wouldn't go well. That probably wouldn't go well. Mm. Oh, Leon, let me get Kwame's go, go thoughts for while, while you formulate in your thoughts. Man, that's, that's not like a tough situation. It does sound a little messy. Because I, I would, I don't know, I don't think I'll be able to, um, oh, give me a second. get Kwame start. Leon, did you have some thoughts? Uh, I was just going to say that, you know, it, it, yes, on the surface, it could sound messy, but if the, the again, in, the context, like you right, said, the context, the context, because when Deborah explained it, I'm just like, oh, this just sounds like a village. Personally. Yeah. I, I thought know, I was like, yo, that's free. She right. got to pay rent. You know, like, what yo, mean? she like, got two houses. She got to like, pay rent. She got two places families, to stay. Other families, other cultures have done it seamlessly mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. centuries, right? It's just, you know, we in this particular time in society, we are fixated on one way of living. So the introduction that's of, huh? And saying yeah, that's yeah, changing, yeah, it's growing, sure, it's evolving. Sure. But I mean, you know, it's still the overarch, like the majority. Yeah. When yeah. you think about that sort yeah. of living situation. So it's still I mean, the norm. Yeah. Well, Kwame, um, you there? Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. They were trying to play the video game. Yeah, yeah we saw. Make all the noise. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't. If one of them don't support me, she gotta go. That's how I feel. I just think that if we can't Cut all work dry. together, mm-hmm. yeah, that's it. We all can't work together, and you know, we can't just do this as a whole. Like, what do you, what are you here for then? Mm. You know, yeah. she believes me, but you don't. It makes no sense. We all, yeah. if we all not agreeing to do this, or at least showing some kind of support, then you know, cause you could, you could disagree, like, nah, but okay, I could, I could, I could, I could see where you go with it. Like, you're think, not gonna do that. I can't, I can't be with it. I think in in the context of of, cause right now, like like Rhea said earlier, we've been presenting a lack of support from a a connotation I mean, of negativity. Yeah which isn't always the case. Sometimes it's it's not that I don't support you. It's just I don't understand and we have responsibilities and I want to make sure those are taken care of first, right? Like Rhea, Rhea uh, gave us an example. So sometimes we have, because that that ego and that, that drive to want to be loved, accepted and supported is so strong in all of us, a lot of times we can misconstrue like all the questions, well, how this is going to work and how that going to work and how is this, how are we going to take care of this? And how we, all of a sudden 
all these things that we didn't want to have to listen to or deal with, we start thinking of, oh, you just don't support me, um, which isn't the case, right? It's just like, no, it's, I, I, I need more information, basically. I need more information because what you've given to me doesn't help me understand how I'm going to take care of all the other stuff, right? Right. Um, so that's why this. Sorry. No, but I think that's why there's if there's three of us, then we, you know, there's more people handling different things. So if I'm yeah. about to go and do this right here, and there's two of you, mm -hmm. then we shouldn't have no worries. Now there's extra support. You know, we have that extra support. Maybe I don't. I don't know any, anything about a polyamorous relationship. Yeah, I, me I just neither. feel like I feel like it's one of those the more money, more problems, that type of thing. <laughs> so the more the more you get, it just compounds everything. So that's how I look at it. Um, but Hassan, real quick, because this you've been. I want to get Hassan's thoughts, and I want to give everybody, you know, final thoughts, uh, and then we're going to take it out. But Hassan, what are your thoughts on all of this? Uh. These days, I'm not interested in, in any um, polygamy. Um, as a younger person, like before I was 30, uh, I explored the possibilities because I was a Muslim, I was a practicing Muslim, and it was acceptable to have up to four wives. So I was like, yeah, that's the jackpot, right? But um, easier in, in thought than in action. You know, right, and right. Um, I actually was in a relationship with someone that actually was open for that. They just wanted to be the first wife, right? So I could have four. And, um, you know, getting the second one was like, that was comp that was complicated. That was extremely complicated. So so we we considered it, but nah, it didn't, it, it didn't happen. No, nah, it, yeah. it was just a thought. No, nah, it was just a thought. I mean, I actually have friends that actually existed with two and three wives and they lived in, you know, uh, one of them lived in the same household and another one, they had, they had two different houses and it, it kind of worked for them. But, you know, that's on an individual basis, but I'm, I'm definitely not interested in that at this point in my life at all. There's no consideration right now. Okay. Uh, Deb, any, any final thoughts on the topic at large? Any, any portion? I'm definitely not interested in any uh, only poly money. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's called group economics. Yes. That's that's group economics right there. That's what I was saying. Like, yo, you got now you have the offer of two different places. You got a vacation home and a regular home. And you just and you got your babies there. So but I definitely hear you on that. <laughs> Brother Carmaine, any any thoughts on on the topic at large? I think you already said it's a it's a cut and dry situation. But I just want to give you a chance to anything else you want to share. Hey, no, not really, man. Yeah, it's definitely kind of dry. Got it, got it, got it. Brother Leon. Uh, yeah, my, my thoughts are pretty much the same as the beginning of the topic. I'm not going to stay with somebody who doesn't support me. But I do know and understand that, you know, unconditional love, don't, don't, do not confuse un unconditional love with blind faith. Right. Mm. Like you can't just say, hey, just because you're supposed to love me, you're supposed to just, you know, follow everything that I say. And you, you're not mm -hmm. even showing me what your plan is or, or or, you know, what your goals are. Or give me some drawings or something. Walk me through it, you know. And so, you know, like I think it's just like anything, you know, 
person to person depends on the situation you know let it work for you if it does does if it doesn't it doesn't and at the end of the day you have to be willing to you know accept the rose with the thorns so yeah yeah and then uh ria hit him hit him in the head so nicely stated with the uh don't confuse unconditional love um with blind blind faith i think you have to know where you stand on the spectrum with regards mm-hmm. to if you are a dreamer or, and Deborah said, a streamer, was it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to understand how to compliment your partner if they are the opposite. Because I know, again, my husband is a dreamer and I'm like, you need to show me the blueprint. I need to know all of the details, but I have come to learn that's not what he does. So when he mm-hmm. comes to me with an idea, it's my job to work towards implementing the plan and then bringing the plan to him so that he can have a good understanding of what the implementation is going to look like so that his vision can become a reality. But again, it took us 14 years to get to that space because mm-hmm. there were plenty of times where I would call my pastor like, yo, you need to come and get this boy because he ain't getting it right. And it wasn't that he wasn't getting it right. I didn't have an understanding of how he learned best or can't what his right. process was. So really being able to figure out his 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 but uh, I want to thank all of y'all again. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of this Talk It Over family as we continue to grow and um, be on the lookout. I know Trish had to bounce, but be on the lookout for some new exciting stuff. Always check out the Love Corner every Thursday. Uh, Trish is going to have some more information for <clears throat> some events coming down the way. Uh, and thank you to Anna Banana, Nas, Bumpy, Hassan for all your love, support, and, and uh, effort. So in the words of KI, once again, Slow motion. All right, Amazing. You've been listening to Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. We hope you got what you needed. Make sure you subscribe. Holla at you next week.